Hi there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Whiskey and Wine. We're so happy that you decided to join us today. Um, We're going to be chatting about straightening out other people's crowns, uh, more or less be a pineapple. <laughs> I mean, really, be a, be a pineapple. You ever see a pineapple with a crooked top? Hell nah, girl. All right. <laughs> Uh, So pull up a seat, pour a drink, and let's cheers to learning something new about how to love yourself. Yeah! So we're going to start with a quote. Um, This is by the beautiful Catherine Gaskin. It says, be a pineapple, stand tall, wear a crown, and be sweet on the inside. Which we all know pineapples are sweet. Sometimes they're sour. (laughs) Me. (laughs) (laughs) They're always great with alcohol. Yes. Just like friends. Just like friends. So I was doing some uh, research on the other day, just at random, about, like, different types of people. Okay. Positive and negative. Okay. And it was just kind of like, what kind of person do I want to be? Or what person am I? Because sometimes... If you feel like the people around you are toxic and it's everyone, it might be you. <laughs> so you got to straighten your own crown a little bit with that one. Like, pump the brakes. But, um, so there's like four types of people you should surround yourself with slash strive to be. Oh, okay. Um, Lay it on me. The first one would be like the relentless worker. Um, true passion and commitment will breed... A successful business, relationship, friendship, and other. I know lots of people like this, and I actually pride myself in being... Oh, yeah, you're 100%. Like... That persona. <laughs> I don't really half-ass it. <laughs> no. <laughs> this girl will take uh, glamour to a whole new level. <laughs> if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. We're probably gonna do it big and be like, yeah! At the end. <laughs> Glitter everything! Glitter everything. Um, and then the second person, which, I mean, all of these can be put into one person, but the second type of person is positive attitudes, people who are always cheery and happy, they're, uh, you know, basically like the optimist. Yeah, oh yeah, like super upbeat, everything is sunshine and rainbows. I feel like that's you most of the time, because you're always kind of like trying to find the flip side of everything like well you know well at least it's not this bad right yeah i'm very much that person (laughs) but did you die yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i'm i i I feel that be like the friends that get us through 2020 is you (laughs) yeah (laughs) but we didn't die but we didn't die (laughs) um and then the third type what is um and this this one kind of goes hand in hand with positive attitude inquisitive people kind of like like get your brain going yeah yeah so like perspective oh yeah changing your perspective which is kind of the same thing as like the positive people because right they put a different spin on you yeah i don't tend to be this person i and that's one of my toxic traits that i tried not to put on other people is I am very much pessimist. <laughs> I am very much, the glass is half empty, this sucks. 
worst case scenario. Usually when I get on a rant about something for me. Now when it comes to like, you know, you or any of my other friends, I really try to be like, okay, (laughs) you know, I'm the friend that will make anything legitimate. Good or bad, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're like, should you slash his tires? Probably not. Will I help you if you're gonna? Yeah. Yeah, probably. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, he did piss you off. Like, it's just one of those things where... Right. That, yeah. (laughs) And then the fourth type of person is the dreamers. The people who keep you hungry for your goals and have you driving through. You actually are also this person for me personally. Oh, shucks. Thanks. Um, Because... You're always like, yes, you can do it. You, you know, like, do it. you definitely want people like that around. People that are going to lift you up with no matter what you want to do. Oh, yeah. That are right there and they want to help. I try to be this person also for all of my friends. You know, I'm always like, what can I help you do? Yeah. What can I help you with? Oh, you have a real, you have a dream. This is something you, you want to commit to this? Well, let's do it. For sure. And I think even your relationships you know, hand in hand, friendships, relationships, your significant other should definitely be most of these things for you personally. Oh yeah. (laughs) I try not to be the pessimist, but my fiance is very much an optimist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But there's also the balance. Like you, you'll have days where you're like, yes, I can totally be this person. And then there's other days where, you know, you spent seven hours on the couch watching Golden Girls and eating ice cream. That like, sounds fantastic. No, See, no, this is like... what I'm saying. I'm, I'm the worst influence. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that that's sounds great, great though. <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then um, there's also four types of negative people. This was really what I came across first. Oh, okay. Because I have a tendency to get in my own brain and be negative, and then I take it out on other people even though it's my own issues. Mm-hmm. Specifically, my significant other, not so much my friends, which is who I surround myself with, but, like, even if you have coworkers right. and stuff, you can love your job, but if your coworkers are toxic, your job is still toxic. Right. Not saying you should just get up and leave your job, but... <laughs> Maybe it's time to go to a different department or whatever. Or reevaluate where you are as a person and why these things are affecting you in this negative way. For sure. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, so the type of people you don't want to be slash you don't want to surround yourself with. Lay it on me. The venter. Always complaining but never looking for a solution. These people Ooh, make me absolutely crazy. nuts. And we all know them. We know them. And we... We are intensely staring <laughs> at each other. If you could see our faces. And people... We know exactly We know those people. people. It, I... Yeah. No, don't... Don't be that person. It's okay to, like, let off some steam once in a while. Oh, for sure, but... But make sure that you're doing it in a productive way. So that you're... You're doing it to more or less talk it out with yourself and solve your problems. Yeah. Don't just so, do it to hear your head rattle, y'all. Like, say you have a friend who is like this. What solutions could we give somebody who has a friend like this to help them fix their problem without being like, hey, you bitching all the time, you know? <laughs> um, 
uh, personally, I am the person, I am the ventee. I am always the person that is listening to the person vent. Yeah. I find myself in those shoes quite often. And if you find yourself, like, I've had to do it a couple of times, instead of uh, getting sucked into, like, the the drama of the vent, because mm-hmm. most of the time it's pretty, it's pretty drama-filled, it's pretty drama-centered, um... Or if they're complaining about a person that you know personally, it's okay to be able to be like, hey, look, I'm not I'm not trying to be that guy or hurt your feelings in any ways, but it's okay to cut them off. Just be like, hey, look, I understand you have a problem and I understand, you know, it's okay, but do it in a, a loving, caring, supportive way that says, hey, I understand what's going on. I understand you have a problem, but I might not be the best person to talk about this with. Right, because if you're not looking for a solution to a problem... Personally, for people like... I don't know. That just seems like you're just bitching a bitch then? Oh, yeah. Because if I vent to somebody, I would I would like some options here. Like, give me some options. And I if, need to know how to fix this. If yeah. I'm telling you about my problems, oh, I yeah. need solutions. I've, I've never been bitching about something just because, you know, like... If somebody comes at me and they don't want a solution, then I'm just like, why are you telling me? Right. And that's not the proper way to handle it either. But, I, right. you know, what, what do you want from me, really, though? Because you can talk to a wall and get the same response. Right. Without giving me emotional distress right now because <laughs> you kind of freak it out, you yeah. know? Well, and that's just it. Um, I'm a big person. If I, if I got to go on a long tangent... And I know it's not a productive one. It's just me needing to let off steam. Usually forewarn. I forewarn if I'm talking to, like, people that are close to me. Otherwise, I'll go for a car ride. Yeah, you find an outlet. Do you know you can just bitch to that steering wheel the entire time? (laughs) You can say whatever you fucking want in the car. And guess what? It doesn't matter. Because by the time you get done saying that blue streak of shit that you wanted to say about so-and-so or such and things... You can leave it in the car. You get out, you're at home, you're fine, you can just decompress. You know, that sometimes that's all you need. That'd be a good solution. If somebody is, like, ranting and they never want, you know, any solutions, we know who these people are. Yeah. Um, maybe we should be like, you seem stressed. Maybe you need to find an outlet. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, offer it up. Heck yeah, that would definitely be a way to, like, help you get yourself together. Because I sometimes, not so much anymore, but when I had a bunch of roommates and stuff yeah. and they were, were just on top of each other I'd scream into a pillow a lot like you can scream as loud as you want also healthy oh man it was the that's actually the best thing ever because it like releases that burst it's of frustration everything and yeah. then you can compose yourself <laughs> so you don't do anything else drastic and you can go so, handle your business yeah just basically yeah. hey you or know? go for a walk like oh, my yeah. biggest because you can bitch to the world. The world's, I mean... Or just even in your brain. Yeah, like, if you gotta you just, just like, plug in. Something go. to, like, shut out and just, you know, give yourself a moment. And if you have friends like that, definitely just, you know, try to redirect them. People and children are one and the same for sure because sometimes you just gotta redirect them from their focus to get them back on track and... Yeah, definitely be like, you seem really upset about this or stressed about this. Maybe let's go for a walk or let's right. go do something, you know, try to. That's a really good one. It's okay. It's okay to have to vent about things. Like, oh, yeah. You can't just leave your 
your feelings and everything all pent up inside. And you should be able to go to your support system around you, whether it be your friends, your significant other, your cat or dog. I complain to my cats all the time, mostly about them, but, (laughs) (laughs) like, I will complain to them. Um, But it just comes back, it comes back to, like, our main focus of this episode, which is straightening people's crowns. It's okay to tell a toxic person in their most toxic moments, like, hey, pause, take a breath, mm-hmm. let us let me straighten your crown a little bit, let me give you a little bit of direction in your life. Because sometimes people don't know they're being toxic. And yeah, I would, very much so. I would for sure want my friends to tell me, because, you know, I keep such a small group, and I'd hold you near and dear if I call you a friend. If I'm being crazy or I'm upsetting you, please be blunt <laughs> get me get me help to get my shit together because it's not necessary you know and I can come off as quite abrasive sometimes and I try not to especially over the years because I've had people tell me you look really intimidating or you know you seem really like mean and I'm like oh god that's I'm not very approachable mm-hmm. and that bothers me so I try to be I don't know if it's helped <laughs> But I would say so. I try. So just making well, maybe they don't even know they're aware that they're doing it. But the first step to helping someone is showing them, hey, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Once again, there is a problem. <laughs> there is a problem, and I want. I think maybe you're aware of it. Maybe you're not. But I want to point this out to you because you're someone I care about. So offering, you're like sliding. A, like a safety net underneath mm-hmm. of them and then you're knocking them off their ledge yeah <laughs> yeah so you're gonna catch them with your love and your support yep but you gotta smack them with reality and be like hey uh, yeah. i'm sorry it's like a soft <laughs> intervention yeah just yeah. like a, a real casual deal but okay so the second person the second type of negative person is the victim they never take responsibility and they think the world is against them That's a rough one, too. So, I gotta tell you, the victim kind of goes hand-in-hand with the venter. Oh, yes. Um, I hate this phrase because a lot of people like to use it, especially for people in regards to, like, our generation. But I feel like this is a very common thing that millennials are labeled with. Mm-hmm. And granted, there are some out there that are like this, but there are a lot of us that are very level-headed, like, got our shit together. I feel like those labels are silly just because in every group there's... Oh, I agree. ...this person. In every group there's that person. Like, can you really narrow it down to a time frame in which you were born? No. (laughs) No. Like, it's the same difference. A Karen is a Karen regardless of if they're 20 or not. Like... (laughs) Well, that's just the thing, you know, victims, more often than not, you're a victim because you just simply didn't get what you wanted. You know what I mean? Straight put. Like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. When I say, um, there are a couple of people in my life that have played that victim card and they've played that card right down to its last shred. Uh And it's kind of one of those things like, Yes, some things in your life were pretty circumstantial and they were pretty unfortunate circumstances, but a lot of those things that happened to you that you're crying about now... Self-caused. 
absolutely. They're a, you are a product of your decisions <laughs> in life. That's what you did. You, you, you did it. <laughs> you did it. And so you, like for me, because I'm a softie when it comes to things like that, I'm very much a, oh, it's too bad, you know. Well, maybe you need some, you just need a friend or maybe you just, you know, need an ear or go out to dinner, drinks, whatever, you know. Sometimes it's like that. See, I'm a little bit more blunt, but, but... Yes, you are, and I appreciate that very much about you. <laughs> I feel like you got to have that honest friend. Not not to be, like, not, like, a negative thing, but be like, yeah. A real friend. You really fucked up, didn't you? You ain't going to do that again, are you? All right, let's fix it. Right. You know, like, yeah. I'm here for you, but you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You need to know. You fucked <laughs> that up. That was all you, boo-boo. <laughs> But yeah, no, and I feel like victims really, they just, they kind of are blinded by, like, like everything. I think it's pretty, it, I, to put it plainly, I think they just get overwhelmed by how unfortunate things can be all at once. And I just think that that's just, it's, they're completely overwhelmed, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So... And when you get that way, you know, some people get frantic. And I think that's where a lot of that, like, oh, my God, this is all happening to me. It becomes a very self-centered thought process. And they just can't move past yeah. it. You know what I mean? I wonder how we could help somebody without being a toxic person who is that person. Make them realize. I mean, I guess that's kind of what I do with the bluntness. But not everybody is not, like that. Not everybody receives a blunt outlook no, that well. No, some people are a lot more sensitive, which, I mean, I don't understand because I'm a little harder than that, but I wish I was more sensitive sometimes. <laughs> but I'm just like, why are you upset about that? You're being dumb. <laughs> Kirsty, that's rude. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, yeah, no. It, but, like, I think helping those people is just, a lot of times they don't have a support system because they like to burn the bridges really fast. You got to almost be kind of like in it for the win when it comes to victims. Quote unquote victims. I'm not victim shaming. Don't at me. <laughs> but like when it comes to the people who have kind of like self-made this disastrous lifestyle for themselves. And it can be And it can crazy. be devastating. Like, uh, I have a particular person in my life who really made a mess of things for a good couple of years stretch. And this person just recently kind of decided to get their stuff together. But you kind of see with these people, like, they do that a couple of times. They kind of bring in to... They bring you in to kind of knock you down kind of thing. And they'll do it a couple of times. But, you know, you just, you be patient up to a certain point. And then you, at that certain point, and you'll know when it is, you lay your foot down and you say, hey, I want you to know that as much as I love you and I care about you and I respect you, your crazy, unfortunate circumstances and stuff has really put me into some bad situations And for, like, my own sanity and my own safety sometimes, you have to be able to be like, hey, 
I can't do this anymore with you. Mm -hmm. This is the last time I help you. You're stressing me out. Straight up. Yeah. Stop putting your problems on me. You're stressing me out. And now we're both stressed. And that's no good. Right. Yeah. We can't both be alcoholics. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe we can. Who knows? I don't know. Um, Let me see. The third type of person is... The vicious type, um, or the type of manipulative person who wants to take others down, who plays games just to get what they want, kind of like a sociopath almost. Oh, shit. Those people are very toxic. I, you know, this is terrible to say, but I feel like I have these tendencies. Not on purpose. Not on purpose. Why do you say that? Um... I feel like people do find me intimidating, and I know that, and sometimes I take advantage of that. Hmm. I don't mean to, though. But, I mean, could you say that those qualities and everything kind of go with, like, that that first set of uh, positive traits that we talked about? Those qualities, even though they kind of walk that fine line of being, like, a super-driven, yeah. hard-working kind of person. I guess, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say I ever do anything really vindictive. I do it more for, like, I think it would be the best for you, kind of like a right. mother, you know? <laughs> I did it because I love you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which can also be suffocating. Don't do that, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, I definitely know people who are like this very badly, and I don't know if they know it or not. I how and honestly, because I don't have a lot of experience with people like this. I mean, I'm sure I've come across them once or twice in my life, but I don't keep the. If you are solely this toxic bundle of traits, I'm not friends with you. Like I've made that kind of decision in my life because I know how much I enjoy. Like I've said in the past couple of episodes, I enjoy control over things in my life. I do not want someone to have this much control yeah. over me in my life. These people tend to be... They're either bored with their life, so they tend to just toy with people yep. because they think it's fun or something. I'm not sure because I don't... I mean, I guess I'm not one of those people because I don't get it. Um, or... They do it to get what they want out of them, and then they just, you know... Kind of, like, use and abuse people. Which is actually the fourth type of person, which is the users. Yeah, the users. They They, use them up and... These people cycle through friends and relationships, like, very often, like a revolving door, and they get what they want from them people and then they just you know and I'm actually going to throw in like a fifth toxic characteristic that I've noticed from some people I actually Mm -hmm. know someone in particular that really suffered from and still suffers from doing this Mm -hmm. but they're a chameleon they're not their they're not their very own person they are whomever they surround themselves with yes and everybody is like that to a point like we all have people that we act a little bit different around yeah I don't know if I... I mean, I'm sure I do. But a lot of people... It's very common. But, yeah, there's people who, like, as an individual... 
they they're know, non-existent. They, they have no idea who they are. Oh, yeah. But around different groups or if they are with a various different significant others, which, you oh, know, there's man. nothing wrong with that. They they but the, take on the, the likes. The we and, role. Yes, very much so. And it's the very we hard. like this. We yeah. do that. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, wow, you oh, all of a sudden right. like. They the, can't leave their yeah. best friend or significant other. Like, they're always together. They have to be. Like, that's disgusting <laughs> to me. I know that's terrible to say <clears throat> and judgy, but, dude, I don't know. Like, you and I have been friends forever. Yeah. And we are very different people. Yes, but we are very cohesive. Yeah. We we mesh very beautifully together, but it took a lot of trial and error yeah. to get to this point. For sure. But I think that, like, those people that have the more negative aspects to their personalities that we were talking about, I think a lot of them are stuck in that I do not know who I am, so I do not know how to receive love from people, and I don't know how to receive criticism from people. You know, good, bad, ugly. They just don't know how to interact with people on on deeper levels than the superficial levels that they portray. I wonder if that is like a base for, okay, I'm going to play the victim to get attention, to get people, or... I think so. Okay, I'm going to manipulate to get what I want. Right. You know, that's heavy. <laughs> or if, or if I talk if I talk this much shit about this certain somebody, maybe these people will like me. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, and you just it's it's I think it just stems from just a lack of connection to human being, like another human being. Have you ever had like a friendship or relationship where you kind of lost yourself? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I would agree. I would say so. When you're young, you definitely oh, go sure. through those. You try to find yourself in people I'm pretty sure I did that with my husband. Oh, my yeah. Fiance. Um, he, when we were young, I pretty much alienated all the school friends I had. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I got a boyfriend now. Like, I don't need anybody else. Yeah, and I was just stuck to him like glue, and it was very unhealthy. Very right. unhealthy. And I kind of lost myself for a while, and then we just kind of grew up together and went through things, and now we are definitely two different people um we I can go do things without him he can do things without me just like you and I, I right. we don't have to be up each other's butt all the time mm-hmm. we're best friends like yep. it, that's healthy it's normal you gotta find yourself well I think um I lost myself in significant others for sure um that's easy I feel like that's yeah. easier to do yeah because you you desperately especially when you're young um it's you know, you're trying to figure out not only who you are, but then you have, you bring this person in with all these new emotions and feelings and hormones and <laughs> like Definitely. the human body will really fuck you up sometimes Puberty when it comes to people. Bitch. For real. And I think <laughs> that, you know, the human psyche past a certain point can only comprehend so much. Yeah. Especially at certain age levels. And I feel like so many people forget that you think you're older than you are in reality you have so much more to experience Mm -hmm. and i i came to that realization at that magical number of 25 like 25 it hits you i feel like that 25 you go through some shit i feel like at 25 you realize i fucked up some things i should have listened to my 
parents or guardian or whatever. They're like, fuck. I think 20, no, it was 21 when I called my mom and was like, I should have listened to you about a lot of things. Oh, chatos. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then at, at 25, I was like, fuck, I understand. Now I get it. Yep. I think 25 was that magical year where I was like, wow, uh, I had just gotten out of a almost five-year relationship, mm-hmm. and it destroyed me as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, I was unrecognizable, and I really needed people like you and my family and other friends and stuff to, like, more or less hold me up for a while. Like, my crown was non-existent. Like, I took that bitch and threw it across the room, smashed it on the ground <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. You know, ran it through the chip, the chipper outside. It's like, I really needed to rebuild myself as a person because when you love and live with somebody for that long. You kind of infuse. Yeah. And then when, when he left, I was like, oh, okay. Now what? Well, now I'm, I'm not me. Yeah. You're just kind of like, well, Well, who am I without you? You know, so, um, when I lived on the east side of the state. Um, it was very much just, you know, my fiance and I, it was just us because we moved away from everything we knew and we just worked a lot and we were together all the time and I missed my friends and stuff. And then we moved back to the West side with all my friends and all my family. And it was like something happened where I could be me. You know? Yeah, it clicked. I didn't have to play corporate all the time. I wasn't stressed out all the time. I didn't have, like, two people I had to be. Um, I didn't have to be up my fiancé's butt all the time for entertainment or whatever. I was like, oh. Okay. I start. You started feeling yep, yourself. Yeah. Exactly. I definitely am like, okay, I'm my own person. I... I'm, I'm still struggling with that, like, finding myself. I'm pretty solid in who I am as a person. Yeah. But I'm, you know, and we'll cover, we'll cover relationships and boundaries and relationships and stuff like that in another episode. But, um, you know, I am with a new person now and that person is really a super strong personality who was also kind of in the same boat I was in, but on the flip side of it. So I had been in a relationship for five years and this person was single for five years. So they had plenty of time to find and figure out. Yeah, absolutely. They had everything figured out that they needed to know about themselves. And here I am, you know, trying to do it all over again. And God bless the man. He stuck, (laughs) he stuck it out and kind of, weathered the storm of me trying to not only figure out who I am, but also I went through a pretty heavy party phase of my life. Well, he was kind of like, oh, hey, bitch, your crown's slipping. Let me, let me just fix that. Let me just fix that for you. So he was, he was a saint for the most part. Like he really put up with some shit throughout all of it, but he, he did the damn thing. Well, yeah. I mean. And he's pretty lucky to have me. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, you're not, though. Like, he is lucky to have you. And we should, you know, we shouldn't put a just kidding on all that stuff, too. And, and my fiancé, bless his heart, says that stuff, too, to me. You know? Oh, yeah. I'll be like, huh, just kidding. And he goes, 
why, though. I was like, I don't want to sound conceited. He goes, but you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and I know. Do you know how many people stop, like, because in the local bars and stuff that me and my significant other go to, we know so many people. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people stop him? Genuinely, men, women, all all kinds of kinds, and are look him dead in the face and are like, you have no idea how lucky you are. <laughs> he goes, oh, I know. I get reminded quite often. No, but he does. He gets told, we can't go anywhere without him getting stopped. Being like, oh, my gosh, this is who you're dating? And that makes you feel so great. Oh, it makes me feel like I did, you know, for all the hell and the bullshit I went through, I came out on the other side okay. I feel like the older you get, the easier it is to really help uplift other people. Yeah. And I don't know. I may, this might be just because I'm turning 30 and I think I'm like old and wise. I'm Rafiki, <laughs> you know? He know the way. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, but, um, I'm just kind of like, I've done that or I've went through that. It'd be fine. You will make it. You coming out on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. And- like, you know what? You're going to wake up one day and you're going to laugh about this. Really, though? Not right now. No. Oh, no. Right you, now, we're going to cry into a bucket of ice cream, but you know what? Golden girls. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the day after that, you're going to look at it and be like, you know what? That's fucking stupid. I'm going to get myself off this couch and put pants on. Yeah. You know, one day, you're crying in your bed, and you impromptly go get a eight-hour tattoo, and the next day, you get up and you finish... That's, hey, that's your outlet, man. Your college course. You know what I mean? Like, it's... I like to paint, scream in pillows, and occasionally have a whole bottle of wine to myself. Yes. Because sometimes mama just needs her wine. Yeah. And then I yell at my cats and tell them how stupid I think a situation is. And they just look at me like, I don't want to hear you. But they listen anyway because I have no choice. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, just help your friends find outlets. Uh, and if if you find yourself being the toxic person, find an outlet. Find an outlet. If you don't know what outlets are, look online. There, you know, outlets, hobbies, you know, or even, like, for those people that don't feel like they have any special talents or you feel really run down. It's not true. It's not true. There's something special about every person on this planet. For sure. Everyone has their own special talent and if the people around you aren't telling you these things you need new people yeah need new people you need to change your environment honey because you should always think that you are that bitch Mm -hmm. you should always be pineapple status absolutely and i think that there are so many people out there that just if you don't have any friends or you don't feel like you have any friends make us your friends like We'll For talk. sure. Lord. Hit us up on our Facebook page. We'll talk yeah. to you all day. We Wine and whiskey. Tell us about your whiskey life. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your problems. We We're... will always be posting something. We'll try to post something at least once or twice a week. Just uh, like a conversation starter group. Reach out. If you feel like you need to talk about something, you know, yeah, I mean, we're, we're here. We're not professional by any means, but we've been through things and we're just, you know, we're willing to listen or yeah. help if we can. Yeah. And I know it's uh, it's kind of uh, cliche to say this, but sometimes talking to strangers really does help. Like. Yeah, it's a non-biased opinion, yeah. you know? Like, I don't know your life. I don't know you. I don't, I don't know have, your people. like, a 
preference. Right. You know, or if you need, like, quick and easy outlets. If you need some kind of creative outlet. We can list some of our favorite hobbies. Uh, Jean really likes to paint, and she does an amazing job at it. Oh, thank you. I really, really, really enjoy anything to do with fitness. I thought you were gonna say puppies. Oh, uh, puppies! Yeah, I do have. I have the puppies. Uh, but I do. I am a fitness person, even though I, to look at me, you wouldn't know That's it. But such a good outlet, like endorphins. A, yeah. Endorphins are like nature's drug, because I had stopped working out for a while because I got it depression. It kills you, doesn't it? I got depression and it made it worse because I was used to getting so many endorphins. My doctor's like, you're upset because you stopped. Yeah. And I was like, what? She goes, your body is depressed because you stopped working out. And I was like, that can happen. (laughs) All right. It's real life, yes. And you feel your crown slipping a little bit. Sometimes you just need to change things up. If you need to, like, make time to go for a walk. Make time to get outside. Help yourself first so you can help others. Because if you're having issues... With your crown staying on, you can't hold two at one time. Like, you gotta get yourself in balance first. Right. Sometimes some crowns can be pretty heavy. Exactly. (laughs) And you can't pour from an empty cup. No. No. So fill yourself up first. Fill yourself up with goodness, positive vibes, getting yourself straight, straighten out that crown. Yeah, pour yourself a good glass of whiskey or wine Mm -hmm. and figure it out. Figure it out. (laughs) So, you guys, um... This week we are featuring uh, Grand Traverse Wine, which is from our home state here in Michigan. Ooh. This happens to be Jean's favorite flavor. Love it. It's um a late harvest resin. It's sweet, but not... It's like a semi-sweet for sure. Yeah, it's perfect middle of the road. Definitely. I know a lot of people who don't love wine like this wine. It's a uh, white wine. Um... It's definitely a good starter wine. It's like 13 bucks. It's super affordable. It is. And it's everywhere in Michigan, yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah, it's, if you ever, yeah, exactly. If you ever get the chance to get your hands on it, I would definitely recommend trying it. It's been one of my favorites, and I've tried many <laughs> that I've loved, many that I've hated, um, but this one is by far my favorite one. Um, let us guys know, or let us guys know, let, <laughs> you guys should let us know, what makes um, a man. <laughs> right, what, uh, drinks you want us to feature, if there's a favorite whiskey cocktail, or shoot, a wine spritzer, or a type of wine, or whiskey, we'll, we'll feature you, we'll give you a shout out, and, heck yeah, let us know, or if you have any insight on any episodes, maybe we'll, talk about yeah, it on topics, the show yeah or... any topics you want us to cover we definitely we're down for suggestions yeah um we are just kind of running off the cuff like we've said before you know just trying to feel our way through this process so this is episode three and i feel yeah. i feel like we're doing the damn thing so yeah we made it to number three, number three. But yeah if you guys have any like suggestions you can like us, follow us, subscribe to us. I don't know what other things, but, like, you don't want to miss this. Right. Maybe one day we'll do a giveaway. Who knows? You right. Watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll hand out crowns. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so fun. 
That would be fun. Do you like little gift bags? Get some merch. Ooh, we should do that. We'll get some merch. Yeah. What do you, What do you guys think? You think You guys think we should do some merch? Let us know. Tell us in the comments. We right. need your feedback. That's right. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of Whiskey and Wine. Remember, stand tall, be sweet, and wear that crown. Yeah.